0: Today is the 24th of February 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have prayer together, read scripture together, have a regular rhythm of worship together. Don't forget if you'd like to follow using the script, the script is downloadable from the link in the show notes. Click that, take you to our OneDrive, you can download it from there. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, we have a giving page at givesandgo.com forward slash walking the way, and we'd really appreciate all the support you can. And if you'd like more information about me or the podcast, head to uk, and all the information's there as well. Again, there's a link in the show notes if you'd like to follow that. If you're joining us for the first time, let me say welcome and thank you for joining us. It follows a really simple pattern of scripture, music, and prayer. Before we start today's episode of Walking The Way, just one last thing I need to mention. I have decided that for Lent, and we're coming up to Lent, tomorrow is Shrove Tuesday, Wednesday will be the start of Lent, that I'm going to give up all fluids except for water. I'm only going to be drinking water for the duration of Lent. And I would love to know if anybody would like to join me. So if you'd like to join me as we do the Lent, what I'm calling the Lent Water Challenge together, email me, send me a tweet, Let me know that you're part of this. Let me know that I'm not doing this on my own, please. But I've prevaricated enough. Let's start today's leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? Holy God, make your presence known to us today. We come to you as we are, called to be saints, holy ones, but so often less than our calling. Help us this hour to let go of those sins to which we cling. Help us to know that our self-worth does not depend so much on our ability to hold on to our lives as on your power to release ourselves into your hands. Holy God, make your presence known in us today. We come to you with our vision so often clouded by our sin. Clear away the mist through Jesus that we can catch a glimpse now of your presence here. Help us to behold you as you are, not as we would like you to be. In him through whom we pray, on the wings of the Spirit, we pray to you, our Father. Amen. Jeremiah 29 verses 11 through 13 I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. They are plans for peace and not disaster, plans to give you a future filled with hope. Then you will call to me. You will come and pray to me, and I will hear you. When you look for me, you will find me. I love this verse. It's when times are hard, it's one of the verses that I often reach for. It speaks of a God who knows exactly what we need. those, Those are the things that will be the very best for us, because God wants the very best for us. But how often do we pay attention to the last bit? Then you will call to me. You will come and pray to me and I will hear you. When you look for me, you will find me, is the next part of the bit that we read today. The context of these verses is Jeremiah is writing to the exiles in Babylon after the destruction of Jerusalem. And these verses are a promise that God has plans to return the exiles to Jerusalem after 70 years. So the plans that God has for his people are to return them to their homeland. And there they will look for God. There they will seek his face and they will pray to him. It's got me thinking about the parable of the prodigal son. That parable that Jesus tells about the young man that leaves his father with everything and comes back with nothing expected to be rejected. And finding that he has been loved and missed. Because it is in his father that the good things happen. How often is this the case? or well, we can be very far away from God, but it is in God that we find the best things. Ultimately, God's plan is to call all his people, every man, woman and child on this earth, back to him, to the place where the best things are planned for us. The response to that promise, however, is up to us. And so the question I want to ask that today and look at this week is how will you respond to that promise? We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings. And in today's readings, we read about Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Loving God, we ask that you would prepare our hearts as we read scripture today. Help us to move into a deeper understanding of your truth. We lay our lives down before you and ask that you would move among us this morning. May we all feel safe. Safe to think and question. Safe to ask for help. And safe to share our lives with you, our loving Heavenly Father. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the God's Word translation, and we're reading Mark 11. When they came near Jerusalem to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples ahead of him. He said to them, Go into the village just ahead of you. As you enter it, you will find a young donkey tied there. No one has ever sat on it. Untie it and bring it. If anyone asks you what you are doing, say that the Lord needs it. That person will send it here at once. The disciples found the young donkey in the street. It was tied to the door of a house. As they were untying it, some men standing there asked them, Why are you untying that donkey? The disciples answered them as Jesus had told them. So the men let them go. They brought the donkey to Jesus, put their coats on it, and he sat on it. Many spread their coats on the road. Others cut leafy branches in the fields and spread them on the road. Those who went ahead and those who were following him were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessed is our ancestors' David's kingdom that is coming! Hosanna in the highest heaven! Jesus came into Jerusalem and went into the temple courtyard where he looked around at everything. Since it was already late, he went out with the twelve apostles to Bethany. The next day, when they left Bethany, Jesus became hungry. In the distance he saw a fig tree with leaves. He went to see if he could find any figs in it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, because it wasn't the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, No one will ever eat fruit from you again. The disciples heard this. When they came to Jerusalem, Jesus went into the temple courtyard and began to throw out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the many-changers' tables and chairs of those who sold pigeons. He would not let anyone carry anything across the temple courtyard. Then he taught them by saying, Scripture says, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a gathering place for thieves. When the chief priests and the experts in Moses' teachings heard him, they looked for a way to kill him. They were afraid of him because he amazed all the crowds with his teachings. Every evening, Jesus and his disciples would leave the city. While Jesus and the disciples were walking early in the morning, they saw that the fig tree had dried up. Peter remembered what Jesus had said, so he said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has dried up. Jesus said to them, Have faith in God. I can guarantee you this truth. This is what will be done for someone who doesn't doubt, but believes what he says will happen. He could say to this mountain, Be uprooted and be thrown into the sea, and it will be done for him. That is why I tell you to have faith that you have already received whatever you pray for, and it will be yours. Whenever you pray, forgive anything that you have against anyone. Then your Father in heaven will forgive your failures. Jesus and his disciples returned to Jerusalem. As he was walking in the temple courtyard, the chief priests, the experts in Moses' teachings, and the leaders came to him. They asked him, What gives you the right to do these things? Who told you that you could do this? Jesus said to them, I'll ask you a question. Answer me and I'll tell you why I have the right to do these things. Did John's right to baptize come from heaven or from humans? Answer me. They discussed it amongst themselves. They said, if we say from heaven, he will ask, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say from humans, then what will happen? They were afraid of the people. All the people thought of John as a true prophet. So they answered Jesus, We don't know. Jesus told them, Then I won't tell you why I have the right to do these things. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after the music, we're going to say our prayers for today. Before we say our prayers for today, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, and our new voicemail service. We'd love to pray for you, so let us know. We've been asked to pray for three people today, members of the same family, Richard, Dorothy, and Joanne. Joanne has cancer, and she is also in acute liver failure. And today she finds out whether or not she'll be entitled to a liver transplant. And obviously, Dorothy and Richard, her mum and dad, are really worried about her. The prognosis is terminal, unfortunately. Joanne has three kids, and so we'd like to remember her three kids in this process as well. So let's pray for Joanne, Richard and Dorothy and her children quickly, shall we? Loving God, we pray for Joanne. We pray for the doctors today as they decide whether or not she's entitled to a liver transplant. We ask, Lord, that you would open doors, that miracles would happen today. We pray for Richard and Dorothy as they worry and stress and grieve at the possible loss of their daughter. We pray for Joanne's children, Lord, as they worry and stress and grieve at the loss of their mother. Father, we know that you have the ability to change the world. And as we read in Scripture today, if we have a little bit of faith, we can move mountains. And so, Lord, together as a Walking the Way community, we pray today, Lord, that you would heal Joanne, that you would bring out a miracle. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our prayer for today. Lord, your word reveals to us a simple truth. That sin entered this world through human folly in believing that we could be like you, and has permeated history through envy, selfishness and greed. Yet sin, which holds us tight within its grasp, cannot resist a heart that is touched by your grace through Jesus Christ, cannot contend with living water pouring into hearts and souls. Father, your word reveals to us a simple truth that sin is defeated and that we can become the people we were always meant to be by your grace through Jesus Christ. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us, now and forevermore. Go in peace And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray. And so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.